0: From Studio Six B on a Monday night, getting the week started. Glad you're in. Real America's Voice, Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 240, Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029. Of course, streaming on Getter at uh, Real AM Voice. You can follow Real America's Voice there, and you can follow us at LFS 6B. Paul Nolans here with the news. I like that shirt. How are you?
1: I'm good. I feel pretty snazzy. I got like my, the one
0: underneath it better. I there got we got go.
1: We the people cooking yeah. over here.
0: Uh, Rick Delgado's here. What even is that tonight? A special Monday night edition. Hey, how are you? Why is it a Monday night edition?
2: Uh, Because I missed it on Friday because I had a hold up at work and I couldn't get here. And then, uh, of course, tomorrow night is the... Uh, state of the uh, or, or the dis- disaster of the Union address. So uh, I figured I'd get it in tonight. What I missed on Friday.
0: Rick Amorati's going to have sports. Uh, Mr. Amorati, first of all, how are you? I'm great, Big D. hey okay, that's you doing enough. Tonight? Second <laughs> of
1: all,
0: I am launching. Somebody, well, <laughs> oh, I, am, is. I am launching an official durham-like investigation
1: oh good get back to us in four years
0: into the uh, exactly <laughs> into the odds makers because there's now officially something fishy going and see paul's already rubbing his eye which is the giveaway now no. the beard okay. you see this there's my first Paul. witness no right no now the oreo your, cookie
3: no no truth
0: raise Paul. your right hand right now and repeat after me
3: nah because big I, D. I will
0: tell what?
3: Paul gives out tips like a canoe, please. Doesn't
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. All right, G, let me see the updated odds makers um sheet.
3: Oh! Whoa. <laughs> Looking good. Getting some money Did there, just big do a D. Snoop dog over there. Yeah, there we go. Too.
0: Purple Rainmakers scoreboard Slick Rick, Crazy Town, dollars guitar and me with the purple tears down 4000 because <laughs> Slick Rick went all oh, 3 and 0 this weekend. 3 and 0.
3: Yep. I'm like ham and eggs. I'm on a roll. Dude, Looking good.
0: <laughs> 2 underdogs or 3? What was it? I forget.
3: I had uh two two underdogs right yeah i was yeah illinois points. was yeah. a
0: favorite i think uh, illinois were, yeah right illinois, pick-em illinois was a pick yeah. actually
3: last minute and yeah. i got a pick tonight but you know we could wait a little bit on that but we have a 9 p.m tip for uh, a game i want to pick Real uh, i good saw game. you
0: and uh, i saw you and nolan out in the hallway <laughs> of course you have a pick tonight <laughs> sure well, okay <laughs> okay sure. all right
3: give the sports guy some credit
0: well i'm launching a full durham-like investigation into the two of you i'll be tailing you i'll have people watching you <laughs> Tapping your phones if I can. I'm going to get Hillary Clinton involved <laughs> so I can get really down and dirty and figure out what the hell's going on here. Three and oh, I just, I don't know. Well, congratulations, Rick. Thank you, Big D. Uh, Geo Friend holding it down as always. Lot. There's so much I to do... get.
3: Can I ask
1: one question on the subject here? Sure. Rick, do you feel like you're losing now that you're only winning 1,000 a game?
3: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I was only going 500. Thankfully, uh, Gio suggested that I up it to 1,000. But uh, yeah, I don't want to get too crazy. We got a long way to go, and we also have much madness coming up.
0: Okay. All right, very good. Um, there's so much to get into tonight. I mean, we could, pro- I could probably do four hours uh, besides all the regular great stuff on the show, because um, CPAC was this past week. And let me start just by saying this. Congratulations to everybody at Real America's Voice from um, the Zen Master down and everything they did. Took over CPAC. They were a huge presence at CPAC. Two huge sets. All of the, our people there. Ed Henry was fantastic. Um, David Zier, fantastic. Amanda uh, Head, John Solomon, Karen Turk with Ed, um, David Oliver. I mean, everybody was just... It was as good as any coverage you'll see. It was the best coverage of CPAC, I'll bet, bar none. And I mean, everybody was just great. Um, everybody... I'm forgetting people, too. Um, Heather Mullins was, was interviewing people. Ben Berkwam. David Zier was in the hall when, when Trump was there.
1: Was, uh, like, Steve Cortez and Eric Greitens, guys like that there at all, or...
0: Eric Greitens was at CPAC. I'm sure Steve Cortez was there with Newsmax. Um, Eric Greitens, of course, running for Senate. He was there. I saw him on with Bannon remotely from CPAC. Sold. I saw
1: Cortez today on with Bannon talking about the financial implications and 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 what this is like, a almost like an out-and-out out covert currency war right here in the open, something we've really never seen in warfare in the past. But I've been saying all wars are bankers wars since the beginning of time because they fund both sides. And they make interest off the damage and then they make interest in off the loans to rebuild nations. And it's like they win no matter what. They're like a couple bookies. Um, the way he talked about it today, I thought was pretty interesting. I wasn't sure if you knew much of his work or liked the or respect. Him.
0: I like watching his whiteboard stuff. Yeah. yeah. They do it on the whiteboard.
1: No, he didn't do it on the whiteboard. they just had a discussion. I've never seen Cortez do the whiteboard. Oh, no, he does stuff. the
0: whiteboard stuff. That's great as well too.
1: Glenn Beck does some good stuff about the history of 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 uh, Russia, Ukraine, Kiev, and all of the since like nineteen. Uh, I'm sorry, nine hundred and eighty when the first major wars and tug of war started, it's, it's pretty fascinating. It takes some time, but it's
0: worth watching. You know, Michael Knowles, our friend Michael Knowles from the Daily Wire, I saw he had a, his show today. Some part of it was online, and I happened to catch it. And he said, it's the first war in my lifetime between two civilized countries. Um, and he said, it's also the first war where... It, it's kind of weird. You, it's hard to keep up with the reporting on this so far because... He said, "You know, with the with the amount of um, citizen reporting, yeah, like we've never seen before, with a cell phone in everybody's hand, yeah, it it has been um, a little whiplashy trying to figure out,
1: yes, indeed,
0: where w- really what's going on,
1: and then between like so many different sources of, um, I guess I'll call it sorcery of." this really bad reporting and irresponsible reporting and actual misinformation on purpose and some of like the, the puff pieces. And then I have seen some side-by-side clips of, um, you know, a video that even like that Reuters debunked of a miss of a plane getting hit. There's just so much going on. It's exhausting.
0: Raheem Kassam, our own uh, Raheem Kassam from the national pulse has a piece today about this. Uh, I wasn't going to start there and I'll try to get to this if we can tonight but uh basically it's called debunked corporate media's top trending Ukraine stories turn out to be complete fakes and he goes through a list of them um so it ha- it has been tough to keep up with with some of these stories you're getting on the ground even uh, even up to the picture of president zelensky which I mean say what you will about this picture if it's not it, it was not from this year or whatever not from this location and not from this time he's obviously acted heroically here uh in the last in the last week and the people have and we continue to root for the people of ukraine to take out the enemy here um but even the picture that we keep seeing of him all in um all suited up and ready to go
4: it is fatigues
0: yeah it's not um the word is now that that's not from this time Ugh yeah, from, from, from what I understand,
2: time. it was last year he was visiting the troops, yeah. and uh, yeah, he, he donned his fatigues to go. Uh, How do you know, they hang not the know
1: that people are going to pick up on this, Rick? You know what I mean? They pump out this fake stuff, and all it does is just
0: well. Between the time they put it out and the time they pick up, I think the the, the work is done, or yeah. the what their intended, their intentions are achieved.
1: Uh, so you're saying the majority of people don't go back, realize it's a disaster and fake, and then they, they got their. Two minutes of hope and joy out of it, and then they move on, sort of, so to speak.
0: Well, or they're just pushing a, you know, long, longer narrative. Let's say, longer narrative.
2: And, and I think the media makes a mistake of let's be first instead of being right. They just want, oh, look, look what we found. This, this has to be him today. So let's get this out there well, without that just really happened. background checking.
0: Yeah, that, you know that just happened. I believe, uh, with Fox, Fox printed a story. And I believe this, I'm correct in saying that it, was, it ended up not being true. That's, there was, the story was something about 400 mercenaries were sent after President Zelensky. There was some Fox News story, and the title of it was 400 mercenaries sent to basically track down, because, you know, Zelensky, they say, is number one on the target list, obviously. <laughs> right. And Fox News printed some, ran with some story about 400 mercenaries. I don't believe it ended up being true. It's uh... So there's a lot of it. Uh, Raheem tackles some of it. We'll try to get to some of that as well. We'll do news, sports. But let's talk just a little bit about, again, about CPAC, because I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. But Re- Real America's Voice, the people, all of our people were fantastic. They covered it great. And I thought the president was fantastic uh, in a speech that I believe only, only he could really give, different in some respects than his rally speeches. I actually thought it was a little more of a serious speech than his rally speeches. His rally speeches are good, but I thought the president was serious. He looked um refreshed, motivated. He sounded good. Had a couple great moments. Couple couple great moments, not necessarily what you think of as Trump moments. He had a lot of Trump moments, laughable laughing good moments, but he had a couple really interesting moments. Um and the media is just is so reprehensible. Specifically, little Clinton bag boy there on ABC, Georgie Stephanopoulos, who had Tom Cotton on yesterday, and it was they're, they're so phony. He doesn't play the whole Trump clip, which I have, and he tries. And Cotton, I don't know if he saw the clip or he, I don't think he was at CPAC, so he doesn't know what George is talking about most likely. He won't play the context of it, George, won't. He just takes 10 seconds of a minute 30 clip and says, uh, do you denounce the former president? And Tom Cotton's like, well, George, I, d- I don't speak for the former president. If you want to ask him what he meant, have him on. And then what's her name from NBC that we keep harping on how horrible she is there? What's her, I can't think of her name now. Pick, pick
4: Nicole Wallace?
0: Andrea Mitchell. Oh. She did the same thing. They cherry-picked 10 seconds of the president saying, "Putin's smart." And they use, "Oh.
1: But he is. What's the problem with saying that? Because it doesn't fit the, the, what I come <laughs> in saying today that the media narrative now is he's a deranged lunatic and he's unhinged in this and he's irrational. Putin is, is caged, right, Rick? Slick yeah. Rick. Right? KGB yep. as it gets. KGB, world-class man. World-class chess player. Yep. He's been planning strategically. He knows he's been building a cyber warfare team that is going to, which is probably the best in the world right now. How is he not smart? By dismissing him as some unhinged loon, you dismiss or, or, his Or, Paul,
0: that you could be both. You can be an unhinged loon and smart. Why, why couldn't you be both smart and a thug
1: seen, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I well, He is a thug and he is a violent murderer. And he is a cold blooded, you know, he, he's yeah. mercenary cold. Right. But, 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 but he's whole, still calculating and smart.
2: Right. Uh, but the it's whole mutually problem exclusive. is exclusive. The whole problem is by calling him smart. That sounds like a positive. You can't have a positive opinion. If you call somebody smart and they're a a thuggish murderer, because now, oh, you you must be his friend. You must want him to win. It's like, no, just pointing out the obvious that, yeah, the guy is pretty smart. He's obviously... It's pretty smart considering all he's been able to achieve throughout his life and what you're going to do is dismiss him and go oh he's just a lunatic
1: and that's the media for know. you because the media right. wants to give you this linear tribal talking point for you to chew on and take mm-hmm. it to the water cooler with all your echo chamber jackasses and think feel like you're smart
0: yeah they're so dishonest it's reprehensible i'll play the entire clip of what trump said at cpex so you can actually hear the whole thing. Not the eight seconds that George played for Tom Cotton when we get back. All right, live from Studio 6B on a Monday, just getting started. Lots to do tonight. And it won't all be on Ukraine. That's important. But there's other things going on as well. Seventeen past the hour, live from Studio Six B on a Monday. Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. Lots to do. We'll finish up with um, my thoughts on CPAC and and Trump here in a second. But let's do some sports. And here with sports is the man who's now under Durham-like investigation. With Mr. Nolan, that would be Slick Rick Amirati. What's going on, pal?
3: Reopen the investigation when I give you my next pick in the fourth segment when we do sports. Oh again? no,
0: no, it's already open. Three and zero. The investigation is open. It's open.
3: Okay, absolutely. Have you
0: gone three and zero since we started doing the odds No, managers, ever. No. Thank you very much. I no. rest my case, your honor. Oh, and no, I just started my case, your honor. There
3: you go. Good luck.
2: You're guilty.
0: I
3: know nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah,
0: guilty. Here we
3: go. I hey, know nothing. After 17 glorious days, it's all wrapped up. The San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. We've been talking about that the last two weeks from San Antonio, Texas, AT&T Center. These are all finals, guys. Bareback riding. Casey Field, 91 and a half points on Agent Lynx. $15,000 to the winner. And Casey Field also picked up the championship for Bareback. Another 21000 Big money here. Steer Wrestling, JD Struxness, three point four seconds, picked up fifteen thousand dollars, and then he picked up another twenty thousand seven fifty as the champ. Team Roping uh, it was a tie in team roping. Lightning Aguilera and Jonathan Torres tied. Rano Sto- Stobner and Joseph Harrison. 4.2 seconds. Good score. 12,500 each. And uh, Lightning Aguilera and Jonathan Torres, they picked up the win. Good old Lightning. He's another great team roper. And saddle bronc riding. Stetson Wright, the man. 90.5 points on Larry Culpepper. 15,000. And you guessed it. Stetson Wright was the champion as well. 25,000. Tie down. Tough Cooper, 7.2 seconds, picked up 15 grand. And another 19.5 on top of that is the champ. And uh, last, we got the barrel racing, Haley Kinzel. She's a fantastic barrel racer, that young lady. 13.76 seconds, that's a great score. 15,000, she picked up the championship as well. Kelly walks out, H- Haley walks out with 39 G's, not bad. Bull riding, last but not least, Sage Kismi, 92 points on Old Sun, 16,000, and then picked up another 28,500 as the champion. Not too bad, guys, not too bad at all. And uh, Little Golf over the weekend, with Augusta on his mind, Straka rallies to win the Honda Classic. Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, AP Report. Sep Straker is going back to Georgia in a few weeks. He's headed uh, he, he's, he's to his first Masters after pulling off a huge comeback to win the Honda Classic. Straka down by five shots, entering the final round tapped in for birdie in the rain on the final hole and ended up beating Shane Lowry by one shot to become the first Australian winner in PGA Tour history. He shot a four under 66 on Sunday to finish at 10 under and earned $1.44 million. So, Straka from a land down under shot under and took the tournament. Good job. Fantastic. And, uh, Big D, just one more i like to get in there for tonight. If I may, we're going to get to um, NASCAR. We had over the weekend, uh, let's see here, Bum, big uh okay. Uh, well, uh oh, Kyle Lawson holds off Austin Dillon Dillon, sorry about that. Daniel Suarez <laughs> and to win the NASCAR race at Fontana. AP report. Fontana, California. Lawson, the defending NASCAR Cup Series champion, held off Austin Dillon and Daniel Suarez in a tense finish yesterday, surviving a restart with four laps left to win at Auto Club Speedway for the second time. It was a chaotic finish with uh Lawson and Chase Elliott making contact with 20 laps to go, but uh Kyle Lawson comes out on top with a strong victory and that's a wrap in sports big d
0: okay very good thanks rick we'll do some more sports um so here's trump from cpac now little george on sunday and andrea mitchell and others they're so disingenuous and phony all of them uh, made it as if um trump was blowing kisses to him oh he's in his pocket see what, you know what i mean look at that look at this guy Tom Cotton, are you going to denounce the former president? If he's going to run again, could you support him? This is what you're getting from these people who won't play you the full audio. Here's the full audio. Cut to G. Roll it.
5: I have no doubt that President Putin made his decision to ruthlessly attack Ukraine only after watching the pathetic withdrawal from Afghanistan where the military was taken out first, our soldiers were killed, and American hostages, plus $85 billion worth of the finest equipment anywhere in the world, were left behind. Yesterday, reporters asked me if I thought President Putin was smart. I said, of course he's smart, to which I was greeted with, oh, that's such a terrible thing to say. I'd like to tell the truth, yes, he's smart, The NATO nations, and indeed the world, as he looks over what's happening strategically with no repercussions or threats whatsoever, they're not so smart. They're looking the opposite of smart. If you take over Ukraine, we're going to sanction you, they say. Sanction? Well, that's a pretty weak statement. Putin is saying, oh, they're going to sanction me. They sanctioned me for the last 25 years. You mean I can take over a whole country? Are they going to sanction me? You mean they're not going to blow us to pieces, at least psychologically? The problem is not that Putin is smart, which, of course, he's smart, but the real problem is that our leaders are dumb.
0: Dumb. I like my <laughs> So okay, dumb. So just hold it for one second. So that's the first. That's about seventy percent of it. He's a little more left here, but that's what he played. All George played was, uh, of course, Putin is smart, and you look at our leaders, they're dumb. That's all he played. He played those seven seconds, and then turned to Tom Cotton and said, "You don't believe this? Can you support this guy? Is Putin's in his back pocket? Does that sound like someone who's Putin's in his back pocket?"
1: No, it sounds like somebody looks to look at a fight Putin. Looks like someone who's asking our guys to fight an adversary, but have respect for them in the process. Like you're gonna walk into a boxing ring with Mike Tyson and not respect his, you know, his defensive system. For God's sakes, you have to yep. respect your opponent, no matter what.
0: Your it. Enemy. Yeah. Go ahead, finish it, G.
5: And they so far allowed him to get away with this travesty and assault on humanity. That's what it is. This is an assault on humanity. So sad. Putin is playing Biden like a drum. And it's not a pretty thing as somebody that loves our country to watch. Just not a pretty thing to
0: watch. Yeah. So that, that, that's the clip that's in question on all the Sunday shows.
2: But that last part they didn't play.
0: No, they didn't play the first part either. No. They didn't play the first part either, where he lays out the case for what's going on. They just played he's smart and our leaders are dumb. Oh, guys, would, might as well be a Russian asset again. I wish I would have
1: seen the scene. Like, I wish I would have seen the clip that they played. That little Georgie, the propagandist, played.
0: That's exactly right. It's exactly what he is.
1: And, and you know what? This isn't the first time that Trump is uh,
2: called uh, the guys that, that negotiate on our behalf dumb. He mentioned it when he when he talked about the Paris Climate Accord. He said that was dumb. The Iran deal was dumb. Uh, he also took him to task over the NAFTA deal, the original one, which he said was dumb. They got taken.
1: Yeah, well, even then, thank God he got in last time cuz he stopped that Trans-Pacific Union. That thing yeah. the TPP was was even that was, worse. That was even I mean, that was beyond bad. If you, I remember looking at that thing and it scared the daylights out of me.
6: Doesn't Biden prop up G every speech that he gives, too?
0: Absolutely, true And not only by speeches, by policies too. And Iran, look what they're doing right now. They're trying to get back into every one of these lousy deals. Most of all, the the Iran deal. Yeah. Biden's basically paying for Iran to get a nuclear weapon at this point. You could say that's not a stretch.
1: I'm gonna tell you, we're paying for Putin's war machine. Turn on our gas line.
0: Six hundred thousand barrels every day. Do you know that, do you know? They
1: call him Mr. 10% and I'm not talking about Biden. Yeah. Talk about,
0: talk about business as usual. Speaking of that, do you know that we're negotiating some, um, I saw a picture today. There's some negotiation going on. I don't know if it's for the, it's one, you know, one of these big uh, centralized governmental bodies and there's Russia at the table today. Still at the table with us and a bunch of other countries, whatever it was there's russia still at the table i think business business as usual
6: i think their people are still involved in the negotiations with iran as well
0: yeah i have to look up exactly what what it was but those those were the pictures i remember who posted it too from fox and said are you kidding me talk about business as usual it's all
1: about the money
0: all right we're back do some news and i'll give you one more clip from cpac best moment of the night by far at least for me Thirty minutes past the hour live from studio 6b on a monday it's going to be a great week a couple of housekeeping notes tomorrow night state of the union i mean whatever <laughs> state of the union tomorrow night joe biden to a joint session of congress we'll be covering it we'll be on normal eight o'clock first hour getting ready we'll watch all the phonies waddle in well at least in the guy from new, uh, what's his name from new york's new york he'll waddle in we'll watch the rest of them come in and then at 8 in segment four we'll bring in our own david oliver who was fantastic at cpac and the great john solomon to join us uh probably for about 20 minutes after that as we get ready for the speech um pop pop probably gets woken up and dressed and shot up and then over there by nine nine o'clock maybe nine i'm not exactly sure what time he'll start probably nine and then we'll we will show the state of the union without any um we'll show the speech
1: can we uh, make fun of it can we all sit around we'll well, we're gonna a few try beers. And, i don't think no, so i think gonna, beers. we're gonna show beers the speech and make fun let's get a telestrator we'll draw pick, fake clown mustaches on them no well, i don't think we're we'll gonna draw tinfoil hats on them
0: and then paul will be doing that on his getter stream live stream <laughs> I have Papa Nolan, by the way, on Getter. Oh, P-O-P-P-A-N-O-L-A-N. Uh, Papa Nolan in
1: on 4,000 I'll make
0: a big shot. And then David Oliver and John Solomon will stay with us. We'll talk about afterwards what we think, what we thought. And the uh, first two things were, will Biden make it through without falling over? Will he speak more than 11 minutes would be my first two questions. So wonder, we'll see.
1: I want to know how long before he can't enunciate at all because you know you'll see like he starts to like his mouth starts to get like kind of dry and locked up.
0: Yeah, well the, the fake teeth are, whatever it is. The, I th- the, I, the dentures I, I, I think is what the problem is, really. I think yeah. it's the
1: amphetamines that they pump him up with.
0: Probably a mixture.
1: Yeah, I really believe they pump him up with like Adderall, amphetamines type stuff just to and they repeat and he has to repeat it over and over and over and he's got to practice it like six times before Yeah, he-
2: but 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 like alcohol, you know, you're 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 Resistance builds up, so I think they got to keep pumping him even more. That's why you start to see him start running out of gas, and he starts,
0: "Uh, you know... Do
1: you guys think I'm crazy that I think they drug him to get through those things? Oh, no, I agree. You do? You think think that's outlandish (laughs) that they give him, like...
0: No, I I don't think it's... I'll tell you, I don't think it's outlandish. I, I I don't think in his age and his shape and his clear mental decline, you can get through the day and be the president without something.
1: You ever see his... His pupils when he's... Oh, they, yeah, they're, when they're all black? They're just black, soulless pupils. It's like he's tripping on... Like he's dosing out on acid.
2: Yeah, it's like that scene out of Jaws, you know? Black yeah, he, eyes like a doll's eyes.
0: Do you have the... Do you have the <laughs> yeah, it has got shark <laughs> eyes. Yeah. How, about, how about the... Speaking of... Well, let's go one thing at a time. Let's finish Trump. Because speaking of the difference in the two leaders... And the show of strength of the two leaders. Cut one, G. This, is, this, for me, is the moment of the night. I actually was watching this and, and, and screamed out to myself in my own house alone, watching it. I screamed out, what? As he said, as he told this story. Watch this story. Roll it.
5: The American people deserve to know... Where did all the money go? In addition, we must take immediate action to fight the Biden violent crime wave that is devastating our citizens in Democrat-run cities. You look at what's going on in Chicago. So sad, so, I mean, in Afghanistan. I had a meeting with Abdul. You know who Abdul is? He's the leader of the Taliban. I said, Abdul, you better not kill our soldiers anymore. I want. it was much tougher than that. I want to be nice. <laughs> Not much. Even Jim Jordan would have been concerned if he (laughs) heard. Jim (laughs) Jim Jordan was sitting right there. great Jim Jim Jordan. Uh, uh, We back that up. Because if you do, you will be hit like no country has ever been hit. You will be hit harder than anybody has ever been hit.
0: Now listen to this.
5: And he said, Mr. President, but why? He actually called me Your Excellency. I don't know. Do you think he calls Biden Your Excellency? How about you? He goes, but why, Your Excellency, Mr. President? Do you send me a picture of my house? <laughs> 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 and I said, I'd rather not answer that question. See, I was being very... See, I'm being diplomatic.
0: (laughs) It's true, he said. He sent the guy a picture of his own house (sighs) and said, okay, okay, let's negotiate now.
5: (laughs) That was how to talk to them.
0: Now that.
1: (laughs) That's going to a knife fight with a bazooka.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Now, juxtapose that.
1: Please don't show me Biden right now. I'm in a good mood. The <laughs> Where,
0: where's time. the arrival? I don't know. Okay, cut six. Please don't uh, uh, juxtapose that strength. <laughs> Please to don't. the arrival today. Roll that. <laughs>
7: President, it's like Hill. The weapon? Mr. President, are you? Worried?
1: He's <laughs> wearing a mask <laughs> in the open.
0: day. Hey, look, hard, hard, hard. Wearing I love a mask. little fire truck. 20 degrees, wind <laughs> blowing, no one near him. Look at
1: that spindly little thing.
0: You worried about nuclear war? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing a mask.
1: Walk softly and carry a big stick.
0: And you wonder why. That. You wonder why our allies, I saw, I saw old Bill Daly on CNBC, used to be Obama's press sec, uh, chief of staff. He's on CNBC this morning going, oh, I got to give credit to Biden for getting all the allies together here. You know, there's a report in the Washington Post of all places this morning on how the Biden administration was, had a run to catch up with Germany who woke up this weekend Switzerland, who woke up this weekend, the EU, who continues to lay the hammer down, and all of these other places, the least of which is the United States.
1: I mean, he, he left his post to go to Delaware and curl up under a blanket. Yeah. I think he was watching like Cagney and Lacey reruns. <laughs> he had a box yeah. of bonbons and under a blankie.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, here's going. Here's what's going on around the world. The least of which is the Americans taking the, the this administration taking the lead. Over here, G on my screen, EU announced a new slate of even stronger sanctions against Russian uh, Russian oligarchs. Zeke Miller today, Switzerland's president says country will join EU sanctions, including asset freezes targeting Russia. Breaking. This is the big one or a big one today. These individual companies decide on their own. Not because of Biden. They don't don't say Biden had anything to do with this, with any of these. BP decides to pull out. Shell decides to pull out.
1: So can I just push back on that just a hair? This is the one thing that keeps this whole thing curious for me. All of these, like, ESG-based companies, all of these companies that are completely connected to the one-world government, new world order, whatever the heck you want to call it, globalists, you know, this is, like, this is, to me, like, you know, my only hope somewhere along the way is is that we've heard Putin say a million times he's completely against one-world government. He's def- He's completely against it. So is there any possibility that somewhere along the way that he, this is his way of fighting back against IMF based banks that really control all those you know companies that are you know environmental um uh was it I've, equitable uh sustainable governance is ESG, right? That's what all these Black Rocks and Vanguards and all these corporations, they won't invest unless you're connected in that kind of woke spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there any way we could possibly consider there's a, um, We have to consider something bigger is at foot here beyond what, you know, these sound bites and tweets and 143 characters of stupidity are telling us. So I just, not saying that was stupid, but I didn't mean that. I just meant like this, the relentless assault of just little Dribs and drabs of, I don't know, of just propaganda. You know, from every angle. So I, I just like the, I just wish we knew more about the economic repercussions and what's really going on. Because, you know, we talked that girl on Fox today said, "I'll stand, I'll stand at nothing. I'll stop at nothing to protect the New World Order."
0: She you, said, "We're the, we're the shields for the New, new World Order, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the Euro." Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to your question, but and I, I take these from um, from Javier Blas on its face value that he says uh, BP has now decided to pull out. Shell announces it's exiting all its joint ventures, including a 27.5% stake. Uh, Shell carries those JVs, a $3 billion valuation on the books. With BP and Shell leaving the country, I don't see how others can stay. The pressure on Exxon, Total, and oil traders like Traf- uh, Trafalgar and, and Vitol uh, And Glencore and metals is going to increase massively. Uh, So my point to all this, and then Matthew Billingsley, who we've been following, says today's sanctions are a step in the right direction, but still insufficient and riddled with loopholes. The primary effect on this will be to spook the market, create confusion for compliance officers, resulting in overcompliance. That's so that's yet to be seen. Here's here's how you know Biden's not up to the job and not getting the job done. Now Brad Sherman. Is about as left uh, radical Biden kiss ass as you could possibly be. He's this nut job that you see on all of these uh, House committees. And he's just out of his mind, this guy. Here's Brad Sherman on MSNBC on the sanctions so far. Roll that, G.
3: Talk to me about the sanctions here. We know the president obviously um, issued new orders of these sanctions against uh, the president himself, uh, his foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, as well, making it very personal. Of course, these sanctions hitting hard um, across Moscow, not only to uh, the Russian people, but but now the government. Uh, What do you make of these sanctions? Do you think they'll make any difference when it comes to Putin's movements inside Ukraine?
6: Not really. This is uh, Putin undertook this, expecting at least uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of, of casualties. Um, these sanctions are actually rather modest uh, compared to what we did to Iran back in 2014. Uh, we have not used the SWIFT system to cut them out of uh, international banking. And the reason we did it is because uh, both the United States, but particularly Europe, want to keep buying Russian oil and natural gas and uh, want to keep paying for it and of course need a banking system to pay for it so i, I think the uh, the sanction against putin personally is uh, uh an attack you know uh, uh, a public relations action uh he'll take it as a slap in the face but
0: uh it's not near um the kind of sanctions that would really hit the uh the russian economy that's brad sherman hmm. Hmm. that's not tom cotton not Marco Rubio. That's Brad Sherman from California. So if, you, if you've lost Brad Sherman, and he doesn't think these are meaningful, I'm not sure where else you could possibly go unless Pelosi says something or Schumer. And it, it does just seem that we're, we are just behind. We're not even, I wouldn't say leading from behind. I just don't think we're leading at all. He's just not, there's just... He refuses to take the lead. And all these other places you see are coming with these sanctions or coming with something that they think is going to have some effect. Not us. He's out in Delaware and walking in like that with his mask on. All right, more to do. We're back right after this. live from studio six B, 13 to the hour on a monday night getting a week started glad you're in state of the union coverage tomorrow night starts at eight right here great john solomon david oliver will join us around eight forty-five. stay with us until biden starts to speak and then they'll be with us after he's done as well we'll do a little recap of what we heard uh, let's do some news right now news is brought to you by our friends at seven cells.com take a, take uh take charge of your health get that early treatment pack we got some COVID stuff we can talk about as well. SevenCells dot com, and here, of course, with the news is Paul Nolan. Follow him on Getter yeah. at Papa Nolan, P O P P A N O L A N on Getter. Uh, what's going on, Paul?
1: Not much. Um, by the way, thanks everyone. I'm getting close to four thousand. Maybe I'll get that red V soon. You know, D kind of knows people. Maybe Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Well, probably not. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I I think it's pretty cool. Arizona Senate study estimates 200,000 ballots counted in 2020 with mismatched signatures. Estimate is uh, more than eight times the number of mismatch acknowledged by the county. So uh, Maricopa County's ballots... In Arizona uh, election estimates at 200,000 here, and um, it says it was commissioned by the Arizona State Senate. The six, signature verification pilot study was conducted by uh, Shiva Idiuri's Election System Integrity Institute, which released its final report to the public on Tuesday. I, I Adori, we've had Dr. Shiva on our show, mm-hmm. um, is an engineer and an entrepreneur with four degrees at MIT who bills himself as the inventor of email. Um, He said, of the um, uh, 1,911,000 early voting mail ballots in Maricopa County received and counted in 2020 presidential election, county reported that 25,000 or 1.3% had signature mismatches that required curing, but only uh, 580 of those seven were actually confirmed mismatches. So they've really found a lot of um, chicanery Uh, going on here again. So, I mean, again, it's great that they keep, you know, right? It's great they keep pressing, cleaning up the mistakes of the election so we can have confidence going forward.
0: Yeah. Of course, the problem is that second level chicanery, by the time we got to that chicanery, the real chicanery was that those votes of that chicanery even were going to count. I know. Because they wouldn't have counted even seven months earlier before the state legislatures had their power stripped from them. Because they didn't make those changes to allow mail-in voting like that to count, so the fact that they did count allowed for now second-level chicanery with the mismatched signatures.
1: Yeah. So, but look, anything we could do to like really install confidence in the elections? I mean, we've seen election fraud really over the last thirty years across the world, and anytime it happens somewhere else, we, you know, we say that wouldn't only happen in a banana republic, and here we have it. I don't know anybody in their right mind cannot think we watched
0: president you know, spoke a lot about it on Saturday, and I, mean, I thought he was solid about it when he spoke, about how he spoke about it, focusing on state legislatures, by the way. Yeah. Good for him.
1: Yeah, we talked about how, how, how much chicanery there was in Pennsylvania and other places. So, uh, Ukraine President Zelensky signs application to join the EU. Um, Zelensky has signed an application formally requesting that Ukraine join the European Union, according to uh, the photo posted uh, by Ukrainian officials. Uh, we have it today. here. If you kind of throw it up there, you can. Zelensky urged the EU to allow former Soviet Republic to immediately join the bloc, saying the membership would put Ukrainians on equal footing with other members. And uh, Zelensky's social media accounts posted photo of signing on the Ukrainian parliament's Twitter account. The move to sign the application was made on the fifth day of the Russian-Ukraine conflict as delegations from both countries met at a location near the Belarusian border. So, um, you know... Uh, to me, it's uh it's very interesting. This is beyond interesting to me. So, um, I mean, this is just keep keep poking the bear, and you had to expect, you, know, you had to expect the repercussion. You know, putting in, trying to become a NATO ally on the border, especially with all the, you know, right. There's just so much going on there between the energy that cuts through it, the pipelines, the annexation taxes, the transport fees. The tra- there's five billion in transport fees that'll be. Levy, they could turn the. I mean, they could turn the Russian pipelines off any anytime they want. They could steal fuel anytime they want. I mean, this is a massive piece on the chessboard, and I I just feel like they knew they were going to provoke Putin into this response. Uh, I just uh, I find the whole thing fascinating. I just wish I get. Uh, I wish I, I just wish I knew more about what was really going on. Well, to that
0: be that. What you're articulating there is not much different than Nigel Farad in 2014 that we played that video. And um, who was the guy, G, if you remember his name on Friday, that we played from 2015 and said, um, you know, if you keep doing if we, what we're doing right now is, like Paul said, basically poking the bear where the Ukraine is going to get crushed at some point. Nigel Farad was 2014, and this other guy was 2015. John Mearsheimer, correct. So what you're articulating is, not, is, is pretty much have we what seen, both of those gentlemen expressed back then.
1: Have you guys seen the updated casualty totals uh, today in terms of uh, innocent civilians and noncombatants?
5: No, yeah, I saw no. it last
1: night. Yeah, I mean, it's not, a, it's not like he's targeting, you know, innocents. You know, it's not like, with all due respect, it's not like we went in and carpet bombed the daylights out of Afghanistan. We, we obliterated women and children and noncombatants everywhere. And the world community never said anything. Right? Now, some, this alliance, yeah, like, to yeah. me, I just find it a touch hypocritical when I hear, you know, people from the left now banging their anti-war drum. Meanwhile, they didn't say one thing when Obama murdered the daylights out of everything in his path. Yeah, you
2: know you know what I like even more is seeing and hearing all, uh, you know if you look on Twitter or any, anywhere on social media all the uh, gun grabbing uh we don't need no stinking border here people yeah. rushing over saying, "We need to defend the ukraine we I want to go over there and fight, so they want to go over grab a gun <laughs> and defend a border, but they won't uh,
1: they for won't. some
2: reason the Second Amendment and our border doesn't apply here. Yeah, that's that's one of those amazing things that just makes you, you, you move your head like a dog. Like you just heard something weird.
0: I'll tell you what would make your head move that you heard something weird was. Um, did you see Harris Faulkner? With no. Condi Rice. Condoleezza Rice from the Bush and Cheney administration. Harris Faulkner says something to, to the effect of I should probably just pull the clip up so I don't butcher it. But she said basically something to the effect Condi Rice is sitting there. He says something like, "You know, when you go across a when a country goes across a border, starts killing, it's a war crime." And Kathy Rice looks at her and goes, "Yeah." I'm thinking, you were part of what administration? You're just gonna you just shake your shook your head and said, "Yeah." Uh, Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. I'll see if I can find that clip. Uh, Any other news, Paul? Um, I have uh, one
1: of the story I'll do in the next segment. I... All
0: right. Let's do a little quick sports and here what sports uh, is. Slick Rick, Rick Gammarotti. What's going on, pal? All
3: right, big deal. Let's get to our odds makers pick, which tips at 9 o'clock down in the great state of Texas. We love Texas. We got the Baylor Bears visiting the Texas Longhorns, and hopefully they'll be the Forlorns. I'm taking Baylor, and I'm laying <laughs> one and a half points, and I'm going with the Bears. That's my pick for Slick Rick. 9 o'clock tip, guys. What are you texting on your phone, Paul? Oh, I
1: just said something to my cousin. Ha <laughs> ha
3: are you looking at your phone, Amirati? Am I looking at my f- No, 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 no. Not, nothing like that now, Big D. Come on now. Hey, let's get it. Let's get into it. I mean, we got Robert Height races to second straight funny car win to open the NHRA season. You've been asking me for national hot rod news, and here it is right on time. Associated Press, Chandler, Arizona. Robert Height raced to his second straight funny car win to open the NHRA uh, Camping World Drag Racing Series. That's a mouthful. Beating Matt Hagen on Sunday in the NHR Arizona Nationals in a matchup of two three-time season champions at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. Height had a three- .837 second run at 330 miles an hour in his Chevrolet Camaro SS. Rick Delgado's Camaro wasn't even that fast back in the day. <laughs> he edged number one qualifier Hagen to deny Tony Stewart, not the Tony Stewart, but Tony Stewart, his first victory uh, as an NHR team owner. Height has 55 career victories. Mike Salinas won in top fuel and Aaron Stanfield in pro stock. And that's a wrap in sports.
0: Alright, hour two coming up. What even is that? Crazy town an hour 2. Lots still to get to. Do 4 hours tonight. on a Monday night, Real America's Voice. Well, live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. Crazy town still to come. More sports, more news. GeoFran holding it down as always. Uh, let's see what else we have to get to here in the clips. We got good stuff tonight to talk about. We got the, um, well, you know, who knew that all we needed was war for all COVID stuff to exit ramp.
1: Oh, well, Or uh, Masks are gone. Or midterm elections.
0: Yeah. Or um old man trying to give speech to um for the state of the urine. So we'll see. <laughs> all of that all of a sudden really? COVID now really? is gone.
2: Yeah. But but don't worry, the fencing around the Capitol is back.
0: Yeah, I saw that's still there. Yeah. That's
1: fun. Yeah.
0: They I- only believe in fences when it's around someplace that they're Protecting.
1: Yeah, did I see they were sending New York City police down there to help protect the Capitol from the truckers?
0: <laughs> he asked. He asked for. He asked for state, um, national guard, and DeSantis sent him a letter saying, "Nope." <laughs> no,
1: I can't Not. wait to see the first time they they dump illegal immigrants in Florida. He brings them up to Delaware.
0: Not partaking.
1: I hope said. that. Ha- I can't wait to. See. I hope that happens.
0: All right, here now with a special <laughs> Monday night edition is Rick Delgado, with what. Even is that.
2: All right, Damon. Well, thank you. And I'm going to swipe uh, a little page out of Slick Rick's book here and just thank someone. Uh, This is uh, Lucy Marie, who has her two daughters, names Gracie and Stormy. They watch us every night, but she didn't tell us what what state they're in. So hopefully she'll let me know. We'll figure out what state they're in. But thank you for watching, ladies. And uh, okay, bye now. If you've been paying attention, as you know, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to this whole, you know, supposed, hey, what's going on between Russia and the Ukraine? So forgive me if I'm a bit slow to jump up and down with the heroics of the Snake Island, Ukraine military, who, according to reports, and we played a clip, uh, laid down their lives when they told the Russian military to go scratch. Well, the audio was correct, but turns out they didn't lay down their lives. They laid down their weapons. They got captured and subsequently sent home. Then there was the ghost of Kiev. You heard about him? A super Ukrainian pilot that's been taking out Russians like Maverick did in, in Top Gun protecting Iceman because, well, you can't leave, your wingman. Well, looks like that story is a bit of a fake, too. So call me a survivor of being a battered American patriot. Uh, What even is that, you ask? Well, I guess I'm going to tell you. Let me explain it. You know how you, you know, maybe you might see a friend or a family member in a bad relationship where they get crapped on constantly, all the time, and they say, oh, it's going to get better, but it never does, and and they keep going back and getting stomped on again and again? Eh, It's kind of like where I'm coming from right about now. Between my government, my intelligence agencies, and my media, believe me, I want to love you, but... All those times where you said you love me and you didn't mean to hurt me all that bad. Well, this time, you know, it would be different.
5: There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee that says, "Fool me once,
3: shame on <laughs> shame on you." <laughs> Fool me. We can't get fooled again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. and, and that's <laughs> that's, a... <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right oh, now. So, so that... excuse me if I come off as a skeptical prick that I am today. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I can't trust you people anymore after all that you've done over the last few years. And I'm sure I, I, I'm not sure I could ever trust you guys again. And how could you ever even begin to earn that trust back anyway? What are you going to say? Oh, promise. Just come up to my apartment. I won't kill you and eat you. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Well, we just went through, and actually we continue to go through, your unmedicated bouts of Trump derangement syndrome. But even it, it even predates that. Remember way back? I bought into it big time with the whole Patriot Act and the war in Iraq. I mean, I was there cheerleading, then starting in in 2008, I've been bludgeoned repeatedly with the closed fist of, if you say anything against Obama, you're a racist. Then to add to that beatdown... We as a nation were beat down with this lead from behind mentality to diminish us not only, you know, uh, plus the new normal of a crappy economy and a 1% GDP growth forever as our standing in the world stage suffered because, well, we were constantly reminded, what? That the United States is racist. Oh, great. Then in 2016, that happened. Now, not, not only was I a racist, but now I'm a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, and I hate women. Yeah, because I don't hate women. Believe me, I don't. But because me and more than half the country wasn't buying what you were selling, uh, me and everyone who thought like me, well, since we didn't vote for a killery, now we're sexist. Huh, great. But that was just the start. Because from Election Day 2016 <clears throat> January to, to January 20th, 2021, your abuse on us has been nonstop. From ugly reactions from our elected officials and their grotesque character assassination attempts, obvious lies, and out now calls for violence with a wink and a nod, you lied about honoring York oath to the Constitution, aided by a politically corrupted intelligence agencies that included, and we know it's true, a fake dossier several fraudulent FISA applications, and a B.S. Mueller investigation that included yeah, spying on a presidential campaign, president-elect, and the president of the United States. Mm. For four more years, this went on. And where was the media? The ones we the people, like Paul Schertz says, counted on to hold them accountable. And that is a scientific fact. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they weren't there. They were in the next room warming up to bludgeon us with some more of these made-up stories from unnamed sources and spewing vitriol about me, my president, and everyone who was just like me just simply because, well, we didn't agree with you. So now as this whole Russia-Ukraine thing starts to unfold, I'm sorry, but I'm not sure I, I believe you anymore.
4: It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where's the declassified information? I just delivered it. <laughs>
1: No, you made a series of allegations and
4: statements. Would
2: you you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for yourself. That's not
7: evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And after watching some of this footage on another network, uh, reporters that look silly standing there with helmets on and flak jackets saying bombs are going off, but you can't hear it, see it, and the cameraman doesn't even react to it. Well, it kind of reminds me of this. You know, what happens when you think the cameras aren't on and no one is watching? Oops. Then to see this reported as an embedded reporter from CNN.
1: Look at this. And more troops to come in. You can see these are Russian forces. You can tell they're Russian. I've spoken to them already. You can tell they're Russian. They've got that orange and black band to identify them as Russian forces. Oh, I've the, spoken the, to the, the commander on the ground there within the past few minutes, and he said they are now in control.
2: Yeah, so, so the armband is key, and of course they got there in their blue Toyota Camry. Awesome. Kind of reminds me of Bill Murray crossing the Russian border in stripes. Anyhow, I'm sorry if I come off jaded and negative, but I'm sorry the government, the intel agencies, and media, it's your fault that I don't trust you. Damon,
0: back to you. Okay. Rick, uh, Rick Delgado with what even is that? You know what? And a lot of that I agree with.
1: Yeah. You know, for me they it's the boy who's cried wolf over and over and over. We have you know, you know, they I hear about the state run media in Russia and the propaganda that comes from it from our Mm -hmm. propagandists here on 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 CBS, which is you know, I mean the corporate structure of that alone is just comical who owns it. And and then I hear about the corporate run media, the state run media in, in Ukraine, and that can't be trusted. And I and I find myself just laughing. What's the difference? What's right. really the difference? <clears throat> At least they have the integrity over there not to let medical companies advertise on their airways. <laughs> but you know, we're one of two countries in the world that you get a three-minute infomercial. If you're watching Hallmark Channel visiting your mom and it comes on, you'll see a three-minute infomercial on why my mom now needs, uh, you know, Zolestra of uh, Vietnam. Now, <laughs> be one of the, in the side effects are uh, 29 seconds long. Right. Because mm-hmm. no, they don't care about anything other than the buck. And 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 the propaganda and what corporately aligns, so it's the same thing It's state-run propaganda everywhere you go, and it's a different BS story after another story, and it's, so, it's just so exhausting is really what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, uh, I told Rick this before, just to be candid. I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I'm not a huge fan of denigrating what these reporters are doing on the ground, putting themselves, whether you think they're in danger or not. I believe they probably are. And I think saying that they're there just faking it, making a movie, saying that we don't hear anything or we don't see anything, I'm not so sure that that's not maybe a little disrespectful to, to what they're doing. Some of these reporters that we have followed, on uh, whether it's Trey Yanks on Fox, or um, even the girl that we followed on CNN who was out in Afghanistan. As we were, that disaster was unfolding and she was right there by the airport continually reporting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that part because I do think these people put themselves in danger. And if that's your relative or your kid or your whatever there, you probably don't think that they're there going, well, geez, I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. So he's probably not in that much danger. I don't know. That's just my feeling on it.
2: Well, oh you know and again i think more more of what i was trying to get across there was what are we being spoon fed you know uh, we've already been lied to like i mentioned all those times
0: well i agree with you on all that i just don't think it's and, on, i don't think you should be putting it on the reporters but but to say know, they're the, in on it
2: if the media is sending them someplace you know to hey get this story and and then you find out later that well that picture was incorrect and that and that wasn't really what was going on
0: there yeah but let's talk about just talking about their live hits do you believe these people are in places where they could be in danger? I have no idea. But looking at it, it looked... I think, about, I think a better answer,
1: Rick, would probably what answer is Very possible they could be in danger. But yeah. the problem is they've cried wolf so often and they've hung
0: us out to dry. But not and, about this. Not, not quite a about, uh, oh, we have, we have sirens over. i got to put a jacket, flap jacket on. I mean, you make it sound like that's not happening when they say it, like they're saying it just for the camera. You know what? That
2: that has happened in the past, where where reporters have done things just for the cameras. I mean, oh my goodness, look oh look at all this water coming in. They're sitting in a canoe, and somebody walks by. It's ankle deep water.
0: Uh, again, I mean, I, I'm not sure that's apples and apples, but I hear what you're saying.
2: You know, we've seen this deception before, and I, I just, I'm just tired of being deceived. Listen, or, the, or, the, decepted. and I think dece- dece- there's, plen- and there's plenty of people
0: you can be mad at about deceiving you. I don't think. The reporters on the ground putting themselves, what I, what I think is in danger are the people to take it out on, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, well, the corporate executives who put these BS stories out there discredit these kids who are in the middle of a, a bombing area. You know, when they're on the ground and you see smoke behind them, it just stinks that the, the work that they're, they're doing has been besmirched by so many lies. And, and that is a shame. That is a shame because it is a brave job to go out there and do it. No matter, you know, if you're in the middle of the thick of it and you don't know what's going to errant gunfire is happening and people will be in hand. That's like, all I'm
0: saying. I don't think the guy wearing a funny hat out there, I don't think he's, uh, I, I just don't think he's the guy we want to probably make a subject of uh, of this. That's, there's plenty of people to make a subject to, and there's many stories. As I said, our own Raheem Kassam over here, G, if you want to throw this up.
1: There's only a minute left.
0: Yeah, I know that. Well, but we'll get back to this. I mean, he, we can go through some of the of the stories oh, there, there are that are plenty to do it but none of them involve reporters on the ground trying to bring you footage live shots of the city so that's all i'm saying i agree with 99 percent of the rest of that our live from studio 6b on a monday we'll go through Raheem's corporate media's top trending ukraine stories that turned out to be complete fakes when we get back Past the hour live from Studio 6B on a Monday night. We'll do some more news and sports. Uh, so Raheem Kassam, we were just talking after what even is that about the fact that, yeah, there, are, there is a bunch of, um, there has been a bunch of propaganda on both sides. I even saw someone talk about the fact that if you look at the social media game of Russia and the social media game of Ukraine and, and how how they've utilized social media has been really quite, quite astounding to um, to look at. I don't know, gee, how to do this because I can't make this any smaller to move it over. Uh, maybe put it in a box or something so we can actually read it, yeah. So Raheem went through, because obviously a lot of people have been noticing a lot of the same things, and he says, a um, number of popular stories chronicling Ukraine's resistance against Russia's ongoing invasion, including those promoted by U.S. congressmen, media outlets... And even conservative online have turned out to be false. Despite garnering millions of shares and likes, the viral fake stories come amidst social media platforms, rolling out robust fact-checking operations, often used to swiftly censor stories, counter to establishment narratives, or critical of the Democratic Party. These programs, however, have routinely failed to flag the following stories with false, as false, with the same tenacity. Uh the Snake Island Martyrs, and this is a story that you just Rick just referenced in his what even is that? This of course is the story of thirteen Ukrainian border guards stationed on the country Snake Island, located in the Black Sea, were quickly alleged to have been killed by Russian forces at the onset of Russia's invasion. Audio recordings of what was allegedly their final moment went viral as they said, go F yourself. Thirteen Ukrainians, the country's president Volodymyr Zelensky, said they died heroically. He later promised to recognize each other with the title of hero of Ukraine. Days later, however, the Ukraine Navy revealed that the guards had actually been taken captive by their Russian occupiers and were still alive. Number two, Rick also mentioned this, the ghost of Kiev. A video of a Ukrainian fighter pilot dubbed the ghost of Kiev showed a jet supposedly shooting down multiple Russian fighters, causing several casualties Social media users were quick to champion the pilot as a hero, despite the video actually tracing its origins to a video game. Is this the one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. The video was created with the 2008 game Digital Combat Simulator. Yep. And was the first shared via YouTube where the original poster acknowledged the footage was from a simulator. Representative Dan Crenshaw also hyped the debunked Ghost of Kiev tale in a tweet along with promoting the Snake Island myth. And there is uh, Representative Crenshaw's tweet. Snake Island says, go F yourself. Um, and then there's the video that Paul is talking about. Uh, number three, I was not aware of this one. The fake farewell. Are you aware of this one, Paul?
1: I did not see this Photo
0: one. of two Ukrainian children sending off soldiers to fight Russians quickly went viral on social media. Would post on Twitter containing the image amassing tens of thousands of likes, pro-war representative Adam Kinzinger. By the way, Adam Kinzinger basically called for war the other day on Twitter, saying that the U.S. should get involved with installing a no-fly zone.
1: All these chicken hawks. So brave.
0: In reality, the dramatic image actually traces its roots over half a decade back to Ukraine in 2016. Has appeared in several news stories since then. There's Kinzinger. Of course, he couldn't probably tweet it out fast enough. And then he calls for a no, he calls for America to in, install a no-fly zone, which is basically puts us at war, as even Gensaki acknowledged today, out in front of the White House with NBC. Uh, story number four. I don't. I'm not aware of this one either. It's an airsoft gun. The story of former Miss uh, Grand Ukraine. Anastasia Lena joining Ukraine's military to fight against Russia also turned out to be false, despite amassing thousands of likes and shares across social media platforms. While the photo of Lena is one of her recent Instagram posts where she expressed support for Ukraine against Russian forces, the gun in the popular picture is actually an airsoft rifle. And there she is. And originally, this was the side by side of her, as all dolled up as Miss from the pageant. And then this was the picture that was next to her glam picture was this one. And I guess um, he's saying that that is obviously not, not true. And then number five, straight from the big screen, literally, clips of Ukrainian shoulders kissing their loved ones goodbye as they supposedly left to fight Russia also quickly went viral. Except the footage, which, is always, which has already garnered thousands of likes, come of 2017 film, The Warm of Chimeras. So this, and then links to the footage. So there's no shortage of uh, anonymous imposters. Number six, a video created by the notorious hacker group Anonymous threatened to launch massive cyber attacks and empty the bank accounts of Russian citizens who refused to protest Putin in a minute-long video circulating across social media platforms. On March 3rd, 2022, all money will be debited from your bank accounts and transferred in favor of the armed forces of Ukraine. Ukraine's Minister of Digital Transformation, however, admitted the video wasn't actually created by Anonymous. And he says, the plethora of false stories in such a short period of time serves as a reminder about vigilance in reporting and fact-checking. National Pulse is committed to reporting the truth 100% of the time. So, there you go.
1: Disgusting. It's exhausting, it's disgusting, it's, and it comes from every angle. And that's just a fraction of it. I, I don't even know what to say at this point. Now we got the same talking heads who now are upset at Trump for saying Putin was smart. Were the ones who were saying that Putin's a mastermind for rigging our elections. So he was smart then when he was evil, but now he's smart. I can't keep up with the, the BS. I just can't keep up with the hypocritical nonsense that just spins in the wind. I mean, they just weren't they telling us that that he was the, the mastermind behind the 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 rigged of rigging of the 2016 election? Now he's the idiot, right? Now he's a just an evil, demented moron. But wh- which way is it, guys? Pick yeah. something.
0: All right, we'll do some more news. Uh, let's do some sports and hear what that is at Slick Rick uh at Slick Rick Sports on Getter. Rick Emirati, what's going on, pal. All
3: right, big D. Well we gotta go back to the rodeo from the weekend, the La Fiesta de los Vequeros, Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> Tucson delicious. Rodeo Grounds. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, All-Around Cowboy, I'm sure you guys want to know. Seth Hall picked up two grand. He was in the tie-down and team roping, which is usually where the uh, all-around cowboys are in the rodeo that I usually see. But in bareback riding, we had Oren Larson, 90 and a half points on Pendleton Whiskey's South Suds, 1,600 bucks. Steer Wrestling, J.D. Struxness, 4.6 seconds. Uh, We have Saddle Bronc Brody Crest, 92 points on Neutrina's Killer Beats, good score. Tie-down, Garrett Jacobs, seconds barrel racing steely steiner 17.23 seconds and bull riding trey kimsey 84 points on wolf of wall street that's a good one for now and uh total payoff on that rodeo thirty seven thousand dollars uh we and also we have the uh very interesting story out of the ukraine that's going on right now uh with the uh, former boxing champions and also heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk joins Territorial Defense Battalion in Ukraine. This is from Mike Kopan, of ESPN. The Olympic gold medalist is the latest boxer to take up arms in Ukraine. Usyk's longtime friend, Vasily Lomachenko, uh, number eight in the world right now, also joined the Territorial Defense Battalion, along with Vitaly Klitschko and um, his brother Vladimir. you got to realize, guys, Usyk is the reigning heavyweight champion, WBO, WBA, WIBF. Most of you know Tyson Fury, who is the WBC. He is going to be the big challenger. And here he is in the middle of war. It's incredible. A heavyweight champion of the world. I think Muhammad Ali, he missed out on Vietnam, but this guy... He's in the trenches, Big D. It's really some story. Well,
1: this, wasn't Klitschko a big political figure in the 2014? Yeah, mayor mayor
3: of Kiev. Kiev. Uh, he's the mayor of Kiev. He's uh, currently the mayor of Yeah, currently Kiev. the mayor yeah, of
1: Kiev. I, I remember him having a big role in the 2014 uprising, where, you know, when the I yes. guess, the Second Color Revolution or the Maidan Revolution. Um, was, I remember him having a big role. I wish I could remember better. My memory's not what it used to be. N- none of those is. All That's
3: right, we'll do wrap. Is that all for sports? That's a wrap. Yeah, we got to go to break. All
0: right, we'll do some more sports when we wrap up the show. No more news with Paul coming up. Crazy Town coming up as well. Jill, Kamala, and Joe celebrate Black History Month. That's coming up. 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Monday night. Paul Nolan's here with the news. Rick to did what even is that? Rick emirati has got sports. GeoFran holding it down as always. A couple other things I want to get to before we get to crazy town. Cut three, G. Let's hear Biden. We already played you the dishonest media, how they framed the whole Trump CPAC thing. Let's hear Biden asked about it. Cut three, roll that.
2: We're seeing now that Russia uh, has invaded Ukraine in defiance of not only Ukraine's sovereignty, but also warnings from the international community. And yet, at the same time, we have someone like Donald Trump who's come out and praised Putin's savvy and genius uh, just in advance of him attacking uh, Ukraine. And other Republicans have rallied uh, to Putin's side as well. What's your message to Trump and others in light of Putin's attacks?
5: Well,
8: I think uh, I put as much stock in Trump's saying that Putin's a genius, as I do when he called himself a stable genius. Well, there you go. <laughs> well,
2: no, in, in terms of these sanctions, you know, what, you we've that seen line for? sanctions get the imposed on <laughs> <after> <laughs> Georgia in 2008, after Crimea Justin. in 2014, election <laughs> hacking in 2016.
0: Nothing like this, though. Look, um, why don't we just, you have two I mean, options. why don't you give them the questions and the answers, Brian? Why don't you give them the questions and the answers while you're at it? It's just like, it's just like what are these questions? Or what are these statements, I guess? They're not even questions. I well, didn't a-
6: cut the clip, but he had another question about China. And he's like, so I'm so glad that we have a leader who's uh, you know, preserving democracies over autocracies. Biden was like, you've heard me speak before, huh?
0: You know, gee, we know Brian Tyler Cohen. We do. He's actually very nice. He's yeah, he a good here. guy. I mean, yeah, really nice. politics aside. Yeah, I didn't know anything about his politics and whatever. He's still He's a nice guy, but... I mean um
2: Yeah, I but don't... that that first one, it sounded like he actually wrote the the answer yeah. for Biden to say. And
0: then when he said it, he's like, There you go. Yeah. All right, you got it on that one. Exactly. All right. Good job, Joey. Exactly. Sounds well, like the question and the answer.
6: Also, I find it ironic the name of his show is No
8: Lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's see the rest of this.
8: Start a third world war. Go to war with Russia physically. Or two, um, make sure that uh, a country that acts so contrary to international law ends up paying a price for having done it and uh, it's this is there's no sanction that is immediate it's not like you can sanction someone and say you no longer are going to be able to be uh
0: oh, no! stop just uh, president. stop president just, this just, just, just such nonsense his administration as i played you i'm not going to play it again has every single person in the administration all for two weeks told us that these sanctions were going to be immediate, they were going to prevent them from doing anything, that was the whole point of them. Every one of them said that. And then, of course, when they didn't, and he, hasn't still, he still hasn't even put any serious, him, himself, the most serious sanctions have come from outside entities of the United States. They haven't come from us. They've been installed by other entities, not by the United States. He still hasn't. And he won't unleash America's energy to really hit him where it hurts because his ideology won't let him. Because the Democratic Party is too ideological-driven. That comes first, middle, last, and everything else. So you won't see that. and You won't hear anything about that. You'll hear more about the Green New Deal and climate change tomorrow night. Um, Speaking of that, Pete Buttigieg on the idea of these sanctions and restrictions. Roll that, Jay.
4: Drill more, open up more U.S. land to drilling. What's the administration's response to that idea? Well, look, the the president has uh, laid out and taken a a number of steps, including addressing the Strategic Petroleum Reserve Uh, including diplomatic efforts to increase global oil production and other ideas that have been raised that are on the table because uh, everything deserves to be considered. But let's also be clear that we are in the middle of a long-term transformation uh, that is already fast underway, especially when it comes to vehicles. Uh, Making electric vehicles more affordable for Americans, something that the president has proposed and is hoping Congress will pass. Uh, For example, under the president's proposal, uh, those pickup trucks that started about $40,000, uh, would have their prices actually down to the high 20s with the tax incentives we're proposing, it would allow more Americans to capture the fuel savings that you get. We don't know from year to year what will happen in the ups and downs of the global no, oil markets. Be nice but we right do know now. that you are, are you guys better in off office? financially uh, and less subject to, to maintenance and repair issues. If you own uh, one of these vehicles, we want them to be American-made electric vehicles, creating American jobs on American soil. And that's going to continue to be a policy priority for this department and administration, even as we're acting to provide more short-term relief. You
1: know, we have, a, like, in New York and Pennsylvania alone, we have enough gas there to export to the whole world. We could be an independent, you know, energy producer, a superpower. We could stop these yep. wars instantly. It would yep. just be over in a split second, open the Keystone Pipeline, cut the nonsense, stop your Green Deal BS. Yeah. It's all about your corporate BS interest because all you're trying to do is drive the market into your little box where you have all your money invested in these products and now we're all the victim of your BS nonsensical agenda that you've paid every academia to, to pump out these incredible stories of doom and gloom how we're all dead if we don't stop using fossil fuels and mother nature will shake us off like a flea like she's always done and this this endless lie it just it just sickens me when we could stop these wars in a in a, dead in its tracks if we're energy independent. Oh yeah, and you know what we could also do? We could also get rid of some of that trillions of debt, give our our our, our currency a few bucks worth of value, so some of the money you saved has some these people don't care. They they they're looking to siphon off every dollar of your labor, off the sweat of your back, your whole life you're a slave to them, and that's all there is to it.
0: Mm, amen. Uh, Crazy Town Time, G, I know it's a long one. Uh, Jill, Kamala, and Joe celebrate Black History Month. Let's go.
9: Wow, there is just so much love in this room. (laughs) Uh, Gosh, Joe, Kamala, Doug, and I are honored to be with you for our very first in-person White House Black History Month celebration. And thank you to DJ D-Nice. Where is he? Ah, there you go. Kamala and Doug were saying how many times they were in, in their apartment and they were dancing together, you know, party of two. I can't say the same of Joe. <laughs> she talking Party of One, Who's our that? vice president's historic <laughs> path to the White House began okay? before you she could even out. walk, what marching with her parents in the civil rights movement, or at least being pushed in a stroller. The president of the, the vice president That's of the, <laughs> I just said that to oh. make you laugh. Oops.
3: Uh, yeah.
9: The vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Our nation faces many great mm. challenges. Mm. Among the greatest <laughs> is the assault on the freedom to vote. Elections matter. Be and fresh. when folks vote, they order what they folks, want. And in this case, the they God got what they asked, bill asked bill cost for. Cost you know, on the head of the Space <laughs> Judge Jackson will be <laughs> the first black woman to sit on our nation's highest court.
1: Uh, that's qualified. And as
9: Dr. Jill Biden mentioned. It is with that spirit also that we know she will not be the last. So there is a lot to celebrate.
8: She flaps that arm like a chicken
3: wing. Yeah. Yeah. See that? that? Gotta say, yeah. She's a lot
2: to, to egg? work. <laughs> the president of the United States, Joe Biden.
8: Well, Cateo, I tell you what. <laughs> what? <laughs> what. What? What? We have a little ongoing thing. He just filled us his- on the page. In, uh, okay. in the administration, as you mentioned, there. are fair number of African Americans in high places in my administration. But, uh, and I'm always hearing about Howard grade school, I'm hearing about the Morgan men, I'm hearing about, you know, this whole staff all these other things. Right but I now. keep talking about it. Delaware State. I feel like a expression. To <laughs> tell you who brung me to the dance.
0: Biography tonight. I
8: understand, as they say, I 15, who brung me I to the dance. Kid. And uh, all kidding aside, well, you're, you're going to be incredible, oh, buddy. You're going to do well. You're going to do very well. But that was my time. And uh, you remember. know, uh, there is a, uh, I don't know <laughs> if life they've life. been introduced, but uh, my secretary of defense, Secretary <laughs> Austin, my administrator, <laughs> I got it right. the guy who's running taking care of the EPA and all the rest from oh, the guy, Carolinas. The Administrator Regan. The woman has all, controls all the money, Shalanda. And a woman who, I really mean it, has let the whole world know (laughs) who we are. No, really. A woman who has been so incredibly effective in her job. But until recently, till the outrage of Putin and the Soviet Union and the Soviet Union, China has reestablished the Soviet Union, basically. But uh, in Russia, to hear her, to listen to her, run the uh, debates at the Security Council as well as the General Assembly at the United Nations. Who? Oh. Uh, Linda Greenhouse, uh, Thomas Greenfield. And uh, <laughs> a woman who uh, knows a little bit about the economy, Chair of the Council of Economic Advisers, Cecilia. <laughs> I kid her all the time, being from Princeton. But, you uh, know, <laughs> Rowan, Cecilia. What a cut up. And uh, Mr. Secretary, I'm talking about... Oh, over uh, there. Um, my name is Joe Biden, I'm Joe Biden's husband. And as you've rarely figured out, I can't dance. <laughs> I do it, but I ain't good at it. Show us a little. And, uh, <laughs> Black History Month is more than a celebration. It's a powerful, powerful reminder. I see it every day with the vice president and the incredible job she's doing. We see it in the black members of the cab, my cabinet, the White House staff. So I never played golf till I was 46 years old. I got to be pretty good, Oh, then I, uh, I knew we were going to add something to me in my campaign. Words. Then yeah. I played golf, and he beat the hell out of me. I when did he win the Masters? <laughs> I don't know. So we see another first in the nomination of Ketanji. Well, you saw her. I guess I'm sorry? you saw Justice Brown. Who? Uh, Justice Brown Jackson, oh. who uh, is. Uh, on the, for, on the Circuit Court of Appeals right now. I sat down, put the pencil to paper or pen to paper, and signed a uh I instructed every single element of my administration, every department, from the defense department sure. to the to the Justice Department and on, yeah. that equity should be the center of our all of what we do. Well we help black they, we helped raise the, uh, the vaccination rate among black Americans and bring it on par with white adults. All the same across the board. When what I took office, was, I man. said the American story depends not on how many of us, any one of us, not on some of us, but on all of us. With your help, we're going to keep pushing on this. And we're, we're protecting our country's threshold liberty, the sacred right to vote, which I've never seen is under such attack. You know, it's always made it harder for blacks to vote, but this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote when it occurs from even County.
0: I mean, he's such a vicious liar. It's just scary. That's the one thing he said in there that there's nothing funny about, his comment about Republicans trying to hold down the black vote. It's just disgusting. And um, he's just an old, angry... Liar. white man <laughs> he's everything
1: He's everything the woke community hates
0: <laughs> and he, he of all people should not be overseeing anything doing with black history since this guy is the biggest segregationist uh, hanging out with Robert Byrd back in the day and we know his history so who takes him seriously here please Six B thirteen to the hour. Hey G, what's the update on Truth Social? The president was speaking about it on Saturday. I believe uh, we're four hundred four thousand. Uh, you sure you uh, want to know? Oh no! Did we get a, We got an email from him.
6: Yeah, I. I don't know if this is right, but this is what they sent me.
0: Four hundred four thousand <laughs> <999? laughs> nine hundred ninety nine. I'm Woo! catching up. What were we originally?
1: Uh that was your first that was the first number. Four oh four
0: three oh four.
1: My number hasn't changed either.
0: How did six hundred people get back in front of us? Six hundred and ninety people. And
2: ninety people. Dude, I went from five hundred and five thousand to four hundred twenty five.
0: I am jamming. You went from what? I, I gained eighty thousand places. And we've lost about the same. All right, I need another full scale Durham like investigation yeah, into I what's going all those, on uh... here. <laughs>
6: I think all those people that jumped ahead of you are Russian colluders.
0: Oh, <laughs> colluders. <laughs> this is not good. Going the wrong way. This is not good. I'm gonna maybe people to... just
6: don't understand the number system.
0: Well, what's there not to understand, G? Going up can't be good. I can understand that. Maybe it's like golf. The higher number is, oh, wait, no, that doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. No, it just screams Loserville. How
1: come my number hasn't changed one bit? 764,460. <laughs> there.
0: Because there's nowhere else to go up there, Paul. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, let's oh, just man. see. T- Talk about not the ultimate Paul idea tomorrow. for
1: marketing. Like This is like putting a red velvet rope out in front of your club when nine people are inside <laughs> but 30 people <laughs> are stuck out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to... I don't know what to do. This just this doesn't look good for You're me or for the, the show. Just look like a loser. You're gonna slip the bouncer at twenty. Meanwhile, I go on. I'm watching CPAC this weekend. There's Ben Berkwam. I'm on Truth Social. I see Heather Mullins there. I'm on Truth Social. Doctor Gina, John Truth Social. What are we doing? We're going up four hundred four thousand. We're going up. We're going the wrong way.
2: Maybe that's maybe that's the people that are following you no
0: no it's not no it's (laughs) not. you said you keep getting notifications (laughs) so maybe that's a good thing (laughs) no they're all they're all emojis of the middle finger oh when i check them i don't know it's just not good it's not good
1: well your nets got walloped tonight over there they lost 130 to like 17 or something
0: well ben simmons must have missed some threes Maybe that is truth social, Damon. Maybe it's
6: just giving you the truth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's where I belong. Yeah. So, all right, whatever. Uh, Let's do some news and we'll do some sports. Wrap it up here. Here's Paul Nolan with the news. Of course, you can follow Paul on Getter right now. Maybe someday you can follow him on truth social as well. But at Papa Nolan, P-O-P-P-A, N-O-L-A-N on Getter. Let's get those numbers up there for Papa Nolan on Getter. Go follow him. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and,
1: uh I'm close to four thousand. Whoever's the four thousands follower, I'm we'll going to buy him a Tesla.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. I just followed
6: follow your, you. I think I want my Tesla. You're
0: learning the game. You're learning the game. Very good. Well, uh, how about
1: this? Right. If, if you don't follow me, I'm going to club this baby seal. <laughs> So that movie uh, <laughs> oh, I was great <laughs> uh, news is brought time. to you
0: by our friends at 7cells.com. Use our code LFS6B for 10% off. Take charge of your health. Get that early treatment pack so you have it because this thing's not going away. And God knows what else they're going to unleash on us. Uh, what else is going on in the news, Paul?
1: Well, uh, uh, Bill Barr, uh, attorney general, turned on uh, President Trump saying he lacks temperament of a leader. In a new book, former Attorney General Bill Boss says President Trump has shown he's neither the temperament nor persuasive powers of a leader that the Republican Party should look forward to other candidates. Former Attorney General also said we need leaders not only capable of fighting and punching, but also persuading and attracting leaders who can frame and advocate for an uplifting vision of what it means to be. Uh, in a shared American citizenship. Um, The book is titled uh, One Damn Thing After Another, and he uh, details the decaying of Barr and Trump's relationship during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, When Barr departed uh, his post in September 20, he appeared he had a relatively amicable departure, despite having told the Associated Press and the Justice Department he had found no evidence of widespread voter fraud, in his resignation letter, Barr wrote, in a complimentary fashion of Trump's time in office, the emphasis of those feelings seemed to have shifted over time. I guess when you're trying to sell a book, start flinging mud. Um,
0: I got to be honest here. This is a tough one for me because, I, you know, Bill Barr, I had nothing but praise for Bill Barr. I thought he was, uh, this is a tough one for me. Remember to I was on, on the it. fence
1: when I told you he was in there for the Bush regime and He's been a lifelong politician. He's just another sheep in wolf's clothing. Remember I I said it? Yeah,
0: I I don't know if I... But I still don't... I don't know. I can't get there with him. I I, I just can't. But I'm disappointed in this story.
1: I just can't... Look, I mean, he said ultimately it was the Trump's stolen election claims that led... To the rioting on Capitol Hill. That's what bothers me. I, I did not think from what I heard, Trump incited violence in a legal sense. Incitement has legal definition, and Trump's statements would not fit that definition in any American court, but he did believe that his rhetoric was what, uh, what did start the whole thing.
0: That's non- uh, nonsense.
1: I, I, I find it uh, like, you know, look, the Bushes, the Clintons, these neocons—they just all they were is about globalism. They were about nation building. They were about you know just bombing away and, and the you know and they had us all waving on flags, driving on pickups. Yeah. I mean, heck, I was just—I interest- almost bought a cowboy hat and you know in in two thousand and four. You know what I mean? <laughs> like
2: it, it was, uh, was Team USA cheerleading. Woo, yeah, yeah let's go! Let's, called- let's go! You know, kill some some terrorists.
1: Yeah, you know, I would look like Hopalong Kesarich over here. Um, yeah. so anyway that's it for
3: me with news all right,
0: let's do some sports and here with that slick Rick Rick Emirati, what's going on pal all
3: right big day update on the odds makers right now Texas leads the Baylor of Bears uh, they, they lead by 3 26-23 with about a little over two minutes to go in the first half so there is uh, we'll have a recap on that for tomorrow night we got a thousand on the line I'm laying one and a half and let's go whack one more rodeo the rodeo Grand Island on Saturday from Grand Island Nebraska the great state of Nebraska, we love Nebraska. At the Heartland event, all-around cowboy Fenton Nelson, thirteen hundred bucks tie-down and steer wrestling. Bearback Tana Os, eighty-six and a half points on dirty dance. Steer wrestling, we got a tie. Hoyt Crager, and Eli Lord, good Lord, four point three seconds. Team roping, J. C. Yegora, and. Jay and LJ Aguero, uh, 5.1 seconds each. The brothers' team roping it up. Saddle Bronc Riding, Timothy Troyer, 83.5 on Sutton Rodeos. South Point, tie down, Cody McCartney, 9.5 points. And Bow Racing, Nikki Hansen with a crazy 13.18 second score. I don't care how short that track is, that's a damn good score. And Bull Riding, we had a tie. Tim Bingham on the shot in the dark. And Trey Kimsey on Stone Cold, 87.5 points. Each total payout on that rodeo, $74,000. Nadal beats Nori and Acapulco for his 91st career title. Acapulco, Texas, uh, Texas, Acapulco, Mexico, Associated uh, Press Report. Rafael Nadal said earlier in the week that he wasn't aware of his career statistics. Now he might want to have a look at them. The 35 year old Spaniard defeated Cameron Nori 6'4", 6'4 to win the Mexican Open uh, and extends his career best start to 15 0 as he won the 91st ATP title. And who's won the most of all? Believe it or not, my favorite tennis player of all time, the great Jimmy Connors. He's unbelievable. He has 109 all-time tournament wins, and Roger Ferrer is in second with 103 Big D. We got time for uh, anything else, or uh, we're down to the end, Big D. Well, you got 30 seconds if you got something for 30 seconds. Uh, Let's see, we got uh, International Olympic Committee calls for Russia's uh, exclusion from sporting events. A little late the IOC comes in, but the International Olympic Committee is asking for uh, other major sports organizations around the world to ban Russia and uh, Belarus uh, amid Russian invasion of Ukraine. This has been going on. I understand the uh, FIFA, the uh, uh, Football Federation, they've banned Russia. Russia's going to have more bans than a deodorant section in a Walmart. So that's it for that. And... uh, (sighs) Let's see what else. And then uh, we heard that uh, Derek Cheetah is stepping down as the Marlins CEO. That was earlier today as well, big D. uh, That's a wrap in sports, though. All
0: right, very good. Remember, tomorrow night, 8 p.m., State of the Union coverage right here, Real America's Voice. The great John Solomon, David Oliver, joins us. We'll watch the State of the Union, and then we'll be here for post-coverage as well right here on Real America's Voice. As always, we salute our military, active and active police, firefighters, first responders, CMTs, everybody on the front lines protecting us. Thanks, everybody on the show. Thanks, G. Thanks, Fran. Most of all, thank you, the Live from Studio 6B audience. We'll see you tomorrow night, State of the Union, 8 p.m. right here. Real America's Voice. We'll see you then.